0: Welcome to the Daily uh, Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, today's January 2nd, 2013, and we will be reading paragraphs 9 through 16 in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The ministry of catechesis draws ever-fresh energy from the councils. The Council of Trent is a noteworthy example of this. It gave catechesis priority in its constitutions and decrees. It lies at the origin of the Roman catechism, which is also known by the name of that council, and which is a work of the first rank as a summary of Christian teaching. The Council of Trent initiated a remarkable organization of the church's catechesis. Thanks to the work of holy bishops and theologians such as Saint Peter Canisius and Saint Saint Charles Borromeo, St. Toribius of Mongroveo or St. Robert Bellarmine. It occasioned the publication of numerous catechisms. It is therefore no surprise that catechesis in the church has again attract, attracted attention in the wake of the Second Vatican Council, which Pope Paul VI considered the great catechism of modern times. The general catechetical direct, directory, the Sessions of of the Synod of Bishops devoted to evangelization and catechesis, the Apostolic Exhortations Evangelii Numtiandi and Catechesi Tradende attest to this. The extraordinary Synod of Bishops in 1985 asked that a catechism or compendium of all Catholic doctrine regarding both faith and morals be composed the Holy Father, Pope John Paul II, made the Synod's wish his own, acknowledging that this desire wholly corresponds to a real need of the universal church and of the particular churches. He set in motion everything needed to carry out the Synod Father's wish. Father's wish. Roman numeral three, the aim and intended readership of this catechism. The Catechism aims at presenting an organic synthesis of the essential and fundamental contents of Catholic doctrine as regards both faith and morals in the light of the Second Vatican Council and the whole of the Church's tradition. Its principal sources are the Sacred Scriptures, the Fathers of the Church, the Liturgy, and the Church's Magisterium. It is intended to serve as a point of reference for the Catechisms or Compendia that are composed in the various countries this work is intended primarily for those responsible for catechesis first of all the bishops as teachers of the faith and pastors of the church it is offered to them as an instrument in fulfilling their responsibility of teaching the people of god through the bishops it is addressed to redactors of catechisms to priests and to catechists it will also be useful reading for all other Christian faithful. Roman number four, structure of this catechism. The plan of this catechism is inspired by the great tradition of catechisms which build catechesis on four pillars. The baptismal profession of faith, the creed, the sacraments of faith, the life of faith, the commandments, and the prayer of the believers, the Lord's Prayer. Part 1. The Profession of Faith Those who belong to Christ through faith and baptism must confess their baptismal faith before men. First, therefore, the Catechism expounds revelation by which God addresses and gives himself to man, and the faith by which man responds to God. Section 1. The profession of faith summarizes the gifts that God gives man as the author of all that is good as Redeemer, and as Sanctifier, it develops these in the three chapters on our baptismal faith in the one God, the Almighty Father, the Creator, His Son Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit, the Sanctifier, and the Holy Church, section 2. Part 2. The Sacraments of Faith. The second part of the Catechism explains how God's salvation, accomplished once for all, through Christ Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, is made present in the sacred actions of the Church's liturgy, section 1, especially in the seven sacraments, section 2. Part 3. The Life of Faith The third part of the Catechism deals with the final end of man, created in the image of God, beatitude, and the ways of reaching it, through right conduct freely chosen, with the help of God's law and grace, section 1. And through conduct that fulfills the twofold commandment of charity, specified in God's Ten Commandments, section 2. Thus ends our reading today of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. God bless you all, and may this apostolic teaching strengthen your faith.